It's the Last Call Podcast, and I am Chris Michaels. And oh, goodness gracious, good God almighty, it is a bad day for those branch COVIDians. They just can't get a break. We have people out there just tearing the narrative to shreds. Not only is Joe Rogan taking... Oh, Sanjay Gupta, what a shameful asshole. Sanjay Gupta to task, but something out of the Children's Health Defense Florida uh, Instagram page is strikingly relevant. It is a lawsuit. Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency is suing the FDA. Now, why are they doing it? They're doing it because... A whole bunch of scientists said, um, one, how come we can't see the data? That uh, And two, why did we approve an inoculation when we can't see the data? According to your own policies, as soon as we approve something, the data must be made public immediately. So where's the effing data? Transparency regarding the product means, if nothing else, this is according to uh, the article, uh, relied upon to license this vaccine. The definition of transparency literally includes accessibility to information. So when the FDA denies a request to expedite release of this data from a group of highly credentialed scientists from major universities... Is that transparent? Why has the FDA, weeks after the filing of a federal lawsuit, still not agreed to timely release the data? Why does the FDA persist in delaying its release when even federal law states that once licensed, the quote-unquote data and information in the biological product file, meaning it's not a chemical compound, not a normal vaccine, are immediately available for public disclosure whoa the article by the way is written by aaron siri uh s-i-r-i transparency demands the fda immediately disclose the data and especially uh this is important for those who have been mandated so you can't say no you can't sue for harm and you can't see the data underlying the government's claim that the product is safe and effective right Now, this brings us to another point. Does anybody watch television anymore? Because I don't. I I haven't watched television in probably decades. Probably decades I haven't watched television. Does anybody actually, when you did watch television or when you do watch television, if you turn on any sort of news type of program, I won't say, no, I'll say show. I won't say program. Um, All, uh, almost all of the commercials are for some sort of pharmaceutical company, some brand new drug that you just have to take to make your life that much easier. And then, and then if you notice, it's all about sitting in bathtubs or throwing footballs through tires on a sunset on the top of a hill uh, and holding hands with your loved ones so you can go about your life and enjoy yourself. And then all of a sudden the tone changes in the commercial and then everything gets real low. The side effects include blah, 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 and death. They do not promote, nor do they take out any commercials on any of the COVID-19 inoculations. 
Why is that? Because the only way you could get a COVID-19 inoculation is through the emergency use authorization. Oh, but what about Cominardi? That's been approved. Well, it's not available. Now, the other problem with marketing and selling and taking out airtime for these vaccines is that they would have to highlight the side effects of the vaccines. And they do not want you to know what those side effects are. That's exactly why you do not see any commercials for these things. That's exactly why you only see government entities promoting the vaccines. That is why you only see popular people or trenders or uh, what do they call them nowadays? Oh, influencers, social media influencers. That's why you only see those people promote the vaccines after they've been paid because the pharmaceutical industry cannot legally promote their product because none of it is approved. None of it that's available is approved, and they would also legally be required to say what those detrimental effects are after a vaccine. So we're starting to see where this is going. Dr. Fauci is, oh, once again, speaking out of both sides of his mouth and it's just nauseating trying to just trying to stay up with dr fauci and and yes no left right one mask two mask three mask more and then no masks and then christmas is off then oh you can actually go do whatever you want for christmas oh halloween i don't think so oh and then especially children have a lot of fun on halloween so you should allow your kids especially if they're vaccinated to go out for halloween so he's in another uh, he's in he's speaking more word salad this is from summit news while speaking on a virtual call in concert with uh oh tears Walensky. Remember her? She's crying. Oh, gosh, we don't get everybody vaccinated. It's going to be a dark way. Shut up, idiot. And I'd like to know what your fucking husband does and how much money he has taken from the likes of Dr. Fauci and the FDA uh, and the CDC, by the way. She, her husband is really well connected. Uh, anyway, he's on a virtual call with Walensky and U.S. Surgeon General Murthy. And Fauci was asked by a caller if pilots have any valid concerns after it was suggested that many are remaining unvaccinated. And, of course, Dr. Fauci said, well, right now, on the basis of literally hundreds and hundreds of millions of vaccinations that we've had, the safety of these vaccines have been clearly established Okay, so let's let's take that sentence for a second. The safety of these vaccines have been clearly established. You're right. You're right. They have been established, and we are now noticing that the safety uh, of these vaccines, the, the safety data that has been established due to these vaccines, are anything but conclusive and almost anything but efficacious. Uh, efficacious that's what he says. Because how many of these side effects have we heard about? How many uh, times have we heard about myocarditis, periocarditis, whatever that is? Now, on uh, strokes, heart attacks, blood clots, on and on we go. He continues. So, so what he's what he doesn't say is that they are safe. Okay, he just says that it's been the data has been established. Oh, that doesn't make it safe. All right. So he continues. The long term effects that the people are apparently concerned about 
are very, very rare exceptions, but the long-term effects are really actually non-existent. You're right, Dr. Fauci. You want to know why the long-term effects aren't really actually non-existent? Or are really actually non-existent? Oh, God, his word salad is nauseating. The reason why they're actually non-existent is because you've done no studies on them. Vaccines usually take about a decade to make it out onto the market. So, right, technically, he is correct. Long-term effects are really actually non-existent because they have not completed the studies. We did the whole podcast on when these studies are set to be concluding. And they go out until 2027. Oh, God. He's so disgusting, this beady-eyed little Nazi. Ugh. So although one, I guess, can theoretically say, I'm concerned about a long-term effect, the fact of the safety and the follow-up over a considerable period of time, over a year, as so many individuals, we have not really seen that. You're right! And so he goes, so we don't really see any true basis in that concern. You're right, because the data has not been prepared and submitted. It goes out until 2027. We've got another six years to go, Dr. Fauci, to really determine if there are, in fact, any long-term side effects that people should be worrying about. And if there's is any indication of what's really going on out there, then we do have some sort of concern that we should genuinely be aware of. Ugh, God, he's so disgusting. Disgusting how anybody could just tolerate him for more than three minutes is beyond me. Ugh, God. Go away. Ugh. And finally, Joe Rogan. Thank God. I don't know who. I, I don't know if it was uh, Sanjay Gupta's agent or whoever. I don't know who allowed. Now, Sanjay Gupta, if you don't know him, he is the chief medical correspondent for CNN. He is another fucking moron. Every time you listen to him, it is the next Big Pharma shill response and globalist BS that comes out that he always supports it. Sanjay Gupta is right up front. He's, I think he's part of the Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, so he is a globalist through and through. He always knows what to say. For the money bags out there. I don't know who allowed, or maybe he thought it was a good idea to go on the Joe Rogan experience. Joe Rogan skewered him. All you heard from Sanjay Gupta was, uh, 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 what, well, uh, 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 yeah, right, because he had nothing to say. He could not say anything against what Joe Rogan was presenting to him. The first thing that Joe Rogan did was, he approaches Gupta by saying, calling it a horse dewormer, you know, ivermectin, because Joe Rogan took ivermectin, and CNN jumped all over Joe Rogan saying, oh, ha, ha, what an uneducated fool for taking horse dewormer. So he says, uh, so Gupta uh, says, calling it a horse dewormer is not the most flattering thing, I get that. And Rogan responds, it's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. They're unfavorably framing it as a veterinary medicine. 
why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors winning the Nobel Prize in 2015, a drug that's been shown to stop viral replication in vitro? You know that, right? Why would they lie and say that's a horse dewormer? I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. This is ridiculous. And that's exactly true. Joe Rogan continued on and on and on against Sanjay Gupta's ridiculous nonsense. And, and Joe Rogan even brings up myocarditis in one of the clips. I don't have the transcript of it, but he brings up myocarditis in one of the clips. And he it clearly says that kids are, I think it was four times, kids are four or five times more likely to suffer from myocarditis after an inoculation than they are to, or be hospitalized, sorry, be hospitalized due from myocarditis after an inoculation than they are for being hospitalized, hospitalized <laughs> from COVID-19. And he, it's in black and white. Rogan references the study. He shows Sanjay Gupta the study, and Gupta has zero response. He cannot say a word to it, and he tries to weasel his way out of answering that question. Why are they saying that these inoculations should be approved for kids ages 5 to 11 or teenagers? And Gupta doesn't say a word. He tries to get out of it. He tries to backpedal, but he has nothing to say. So we know that Sanjay Gupta is being paid by CNN, which is paid by pharma, which is paid by the federal government. Sanjay Gupta is not allowed to say anything. He's not stupid. Sanjay Gupta is not dumb. He's looked at the data. He knows what the data is. It's just that legally he can't say anything. Otherwise, he's going to get fired from CNN. He's going to get his contract terminated. That's what the real issue is here. So you're, you've got to start understanding. If you listen to me, you already know. But the, a lot of people have to start understanding that their mainstream media news sources are all jeopardized. They do not have your best interest in mind. They only have a globalist agenda in mind. And that globalist agenda generally is detrimental to your existence. So we need to start pushing back against these people. We need to start taking politicians to task to rein in all of these social media networks and mainstream media networks, these legacy networks like ABC and CBS. They're nothing more than propaganda outlets funded by the federal government. I mean, look at all of the... Uh, oh, where we have our... Uh, consultant here, our, our Department of Defense consultant, our international consultant, our CIA consultant, they're, they're all former government policymakers. They're all, they all have an axe to grind. They all have an agenda. So, of course, they're going to promote whatever the ruling party is, the, whatever the globalist ruling party is, Democrat or Republican. And the, you can't trust these people. Notice the, notice the New York Times. The New York Times is supposed to be, oh, so we stand for the little people and women and minorities. And, and uh, They never turn down a war. They never, ever, ever contradict the rhetoric of the government when it wants to go off bombing minorities, bombing brown people, 
and screwing over women in other countries. The New York Times is all about that stuff. So this is what we have to do to start reshaping society and the social consciousness to really get the truth out there. I think that's it for me this week. This is Last Call with Chris Michaels. As always, like me, share me, find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Last Call Caravan.